You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello. These are the top news for the day. Students organizations in Bihar, led by the All India Students Association, have called a 24-hour Bihar band on June 18th demanding an immediate rollback of the Agniput scheme, protests against which have cinched the country in the last three days after the new recruitment scheme in the military was launched by the government. The call for Bind has got support from the RJD while former Bihar Chief Minister Jitan Ram Majhi said his Hindustan Awam Morcha Secular which is an ally of the BJP will also support the Bind call in the interest of the nation and the youth. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar's JDU made a fresh plea to the Narendra Modi government to review the Agniput scheme, and assured protesting youngsters that their future will not be adversely affected by the new recruitment policy in the armed forces. Chirag Paswan, president of Lok Jan Shakti Party, said that he along with party workers would meet Governor Fagu Chauhan on Saturday and submit a memorandum, seeking the withdrawal of the scheme. The Agniput scheme will increase unemployment in the country. It will spread dissatisfaction among youths, he said. We wanted to see him as an army officer, but he fell to the bullets of our own police, said the father of 21-year-old Daumoda Rakesh, who was killed on Friday after the Telangana police opened fire after agitations against the new military recruitment policy, Agnipat, escalated into large-scale violence and arson at Sikandarabad railway station. The incident took place at around 9 a.m. on Friday, when around 500 protesters gathered at the Sikandarabad station, apparently mobilized through messages on social media and attacked three passenger trains, burning down bogies, blocking railway tracks and breaking property. In videos that have gone viral, protesters could be seen wielding long sticks and smashing signboards, fans and electronic display boards, as well as stalled trains and shops and establishments. To disperse the mob, the police fired 15 rounds, injuring around 12 people. One of the bullets hit Rakesh in the chest and he was declared dead in Sikandarabad's Gandhi Hospital. The British government has ordered the extradition of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to the United States to face spying charges. He is likely to appeal. Home Secretary Preeti Patel signed the extradition order on Friday, her department said. It follows a British court ruling in April that Assange could be sent to the US. The Home Office said in a statement that the UK courts have not found that it would be oppressive, unjust or an abuse of process to extradite Mr. Assange. Nor have they found that extradition would be incompatible with his human rights, including his right to a fair trial and to freedom of expression, and that whilst in the US he will be treated appropriately, including in relation to his health. The decision is a big moment in Assange's years-long battle to avoid facing trial in the US, though not necessarily the end of the tale. Assange has 14 days to appeal. SpaceX, the rocket ship company run by Tesla CEO Elon Musk, has fired several employees involved in an open letter that blasted the colorful billionaire for his behavior, according to media reports. The reports published Friday cited an email from Gwyn Shotwell, SpaceX's president, saying the company had terminated employees who put together and circulated the letter. The letter writers denounced Musk for actions that they said are a frequent source of distraction and embarrassment for us, particularly in recent weeks. 
The New York Times was the first outlet to report the purge, based on information from three employees familiar with the situation. The employees were not named. It's unclear how many SpaceX workers lost their jobs, but Shortwell left no doubt that the company believed they had crossed an unacceptable line. Global Terror Financing Watchdog Financial Action Task Force said Pakistan will not be removed from its grey list immediately and a decision in this regard will be taken after an on-site visit. A statement issued in this regard said that while Pakistan has substantially completed its two action plans, it warrants an on-site visit to verify whether the implementation of the reforms has begun and is being sustained. It also needs to be seen that the necessary political commitment remains in place to sustain implementation and improvement in future. Pakistan is not being removed from the grey list today. It will be removed if the on-site visit finds its actions are sustainable, said FIRTF President Marcus Player said. Player further said an on-site inspection would be done before October, and a formal announcement on Pakistan's removal would follow. The decision was taken by the FATF June 2022 plenary session being held in Germany. The watchdog will continue to monitor the COVID-19 pandemic situation and take a decision on conducting a visit to Pakistan at the earliest. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap. A beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.